Clarice Starling, a top student at the FBI's training academy, is asked by her mentor and head of behavioral science department, Jack Crawford, to interview Dr. Hannibal Lecter, a brilliant psychiatrist who's also a violent psychopath, serving life behind bars for various acts of murder and cannibalism. Crawford believes that Lecter may have insight into a case and that Starling may be just the bait to draw him out. Coming in at number 74, this is Silence of the Lambs. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the next episode of Here's Drinking with You Kind. Hi, Erin. Hello. How are you? Hi. I'm doing very well, thank you. Excellent. How are you doing? I'm just as happy as a clam. I'm very excited about this movie. It is a favorite. Yeah, no, it's it's an uh, epic movie. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, no. So our drink for this episode isn't too surprising. I don't think it's I a nice... I feel like it's really obvious. Chianti. It's a nice Chianti. <laughs> we have no fava beans, but a Chianti is fine. I don't really know what makes a Chianti a Chianti. Um, keep saying it that way. <laughs> that's how he says the, it. He I says know, it. I know. I love how he says it. And he's um, like kind of and like, her. As awesome. far as I'm concerned, that's the only way to say it now. Yeah. Um, so if you um, have not seen this movie for some reason, that is what uh, Dr. Lecter drinks with um, a victim's liver um, with some fava and beans. some nice fava beans. Fava beans. Yes. I can't do it. <laughs> No, you did it earlier, and it was so I, good. I know. That was a one and done. Okay. Um, so this movie came out That's in... That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. This movie came out in 1991, um, and some of the things going on that year, <clears throat> it was the start of Operation Desert Storm, uh, where Iraq invaded Kuwait uh, that previous year. Um, so we went there. Um, Rodney King was murdered at the hands of the LAPD, sparking the 92 riots. Hmm. Not murdered, just beaten. Well, yeah. Okay, right, right. Sorry, beaten. Yes. Which yes. thank you. Which caused uh, the riots of '92. Uh, yes. The USSR started to dissolve into um, all the countries we know of as of today. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer was arrested um, this year, which I don't know why I thought Jeffrey Dahmer was maybe a few years earlier. And then something else I thought, I don't know why I thought this was so interesting, and I did not know this is where this phrase came from, but former U.S. postal worker Joseph Harris killed his former girlfriend and her fiancé and two former co-workers at the post office in Ridgewood, New Jersey, which resulted in the phrase, going postal. Did you? What? Did you Shut know up. Are you serious? That's what I read. The the phrase going postal, I guess, came from that. Oh my gosh! Murder case, I guess. So I thought that was interesting. I've never thought about where that came from. Me neither. I, I me neither. Man. Yeah. Some of the biggest films that year. One of them actually came out in 1990, but was the number one movie for the first five weeks of the year. So I thought I'd add it. You want to take a mm -hmm. wild guess? Uh, 1990. Aaron uh, knows it. <laughs> or Trisha knows it. Trisha um, it's Home Alone. So Home Alone was the top, oh top God, movie of, of, of the f beginning of the year. Some other ones that 
I love personally. I mean, there's like the JFK, Prince of Tides, Bugsy, you know, all of the the Oscar nominated ones, Thelma and Louise and Beauty and the Beast, which we just covered in our second special recently. But also Boys in the Hood, um, The Addams Family, which um, is like a classic. Um, Dead Again. Have you ever seen Dead Again? Oh my God. I love that movie. Terminator 2 came out that year. Um, which was the top box office draw that year. And Never then saw it. Sleeping with the Enemy was also a big movie that year, which is, I just love. Um, you know I never bring up books on here because, well, I don't read. But two of them uh, were, were made into great movies. <laughs> John- <laughs> so you've seen the movies? Uh, yeah, yeah. John Grisham's okay. The Firm. Great movie. Oh, my God. That's so good. Uh, and Brett, Ed- Brett Eatson... Etson Eatson Ellis's American Psycho. You know what? I didn't like that movie at first, but the more I like yeah. when I saw it again, yeah, I yeah, liked that's, it more. I think that's one you have to watch again because you're like, what like, the hell am I watching? You know what to expect yeah. after the first time. Um, popular TV shows are like, man, these are what I grew up on. Roseanne, Murphy Brown, Cheers, Home Improvement, Designing Women, Full House. Some celebrities born that year, not too many that I thought... <laughs> One, I recognized, and two, that I was interested in sharing with you. <laughs> so apparently I don't know too many 31-year-olds that are famous. Okay. A couple of them, I would not have known who, an Aus- who Austin Butler was before Elvis, but Austin Butler was uh, born this year. God, he's um, so good. Jeremy Allen White from Shameless and The Bear. Have you seen The Bear oh, yet? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen oh. it yet, but it's been recommended. By it is such a great show. Like one of my favorites wow. right now. Yeah, it is really good. Um, okay. Emma Roberts, uh, Shailene Woodley. Oh, oh, okay. Ed Sheeran and Charlie Puth, who I really couldn't care. Oh, okay. Most, but okay. that was like my stretch. I, <laughs> I don't know. Not interesting people born that year. Um, wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, anyone born. Sorry, that everyone. Year. <laughs> sorry, ninety-one babies. Um, so let's talk about the AFI list that this um, movie appears on, and it's quite a lot. It's uh, obviously what I said before is number 74 on the 100 Greatest Movies anniversary list. It was number 65 on the original, so it dropped nine points. So I want to talk to those nine idiots or whatever idiots (laughs) that like made that decision. I don't understand why that would have dropped. on you. If anything, it should have moved up if they had watched it again. Okay, I don't know if this is a typo, (laughs) but it says it's number 39 on Top Cheers. Is that right? That that cannot be. <laughs> I think it might be. That can, I think maybe maybe right. on top thrill. I was cheering for Clarice at the end. <laughs> no, girl. It is not. There's no way. There's no. I'm going to double check it while you tell us the um, others because there's no way. <laughs> so it's number one, number 21 uh, on the top quotes list, right? I've already alluded to it. Um, the full the quote that P-ante. is, yeah, but it okay. includes the line before. Do you remember what? Um, a census taker tried to test me once. Yeah, yeah. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate, I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. God. Of, oh, my God. Spot. It's so good. Which that little sucky thing that he does at the end was improvised. That was not. Yes. Yeah. Um, Clarice Starling appears as the number six top hero of all time. And she's the highest woman listed on that list. 
Okay. And Hannibal Lecter's on the villain list. Do you want to guess what number? Ooh, I'm going to go with like a solid number five. Number one. He is not. Is he number one? Yeah, he's listed as number one. Oh, good. By the way, your cheers thing was bullshit. <laughs> There's no cheering in this movie. I don't know what you're okay, putting I mean, down. Oh, you looked up the cheers list? Yeah. Okay. No I, then I must have forgotten to delete it from the. You, yeah, movie. that's what I think. What number did you say it was? Oh, Thirty-nine. <laughs> yeah, that was Star Wars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars. Okay. Well, because you know what I, my secret tricks here. Um, <laughs> Just copy paste. <laughs> so Go the on. movie was based on a 1988 Thomas Harris novel of the same name. It was actually a sequel to his 81 novel of Red Dragon. Did you see Red Dragon? Oh my gosh, yes. I loved it. And then some of the, what I was reading is inspiration for <clears throat> Buffalo Bill in the the um, novel. One was a serial killer named Ed Gein. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who this person is? I'm assuming you do, oh, right? Oh my gosh, yes. The Butcher the of Plainfield? made like lamp, uh, lampshades yeah. out of skin. They would exhume he body. He would nipples. exhume bodies and make trophies and keepsakes mm-hmm. of their bones and skin. And everyone thought he was just like a perfectly normal, regular guy. No one had any idea. Yeah. So be careful. You never know what psychotic. I could do. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then also Ted Bung- Bundy, who used to, you know, fake a broken arm to get his victims mm-hmm. and and lure them in. So there's definitely like some direct influence there. So the movie stars uh, Miss Jodie Foster as Clarice Starling, mm-hmm. uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter, Scott Glenn as Jack Crawford, Anthony Heald oh, as Dr. Frederick Chilton, mm-hmm. Brooke Smith as Catherine Martin, and Ted Levine as James Gum, a.k.a. Buffalo Bill. Um, so this was directed by Jonathan Demme, who uh, had just previously done Married to the Mob. Um, and his next film after this one was Philadelphia, which is also on the top 100 list. So this comes in at hour 58 minutes, a common sense media of 17 plus, which, okay, <laughs> that's fair. I probably yeah. would show someone younger than that, but my morals are questionable, so... I, yeah, I would definitely show my kids and, in fact, ask them to watch. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 95% with an overall review saying that director Jonathan Demme's smart, taut thriller teeters on the edge between psychological study and all-out horror and benefits greatly from stellar performances by Anthony Hopkins and Jody Bosta. Um, I did track out, track down one of those bad reviews. Okay, and this person who you know, who? Okay. Oh, is it the said the Canadian? No, no, no. Who? Foster's <laughs> low IQ. He said this. Foster's character, who is appealing, is dwarfed by the monsters she's after. I'd rather see her work on another case. <laughs> who said? Was it like Siskel or Ebert? Gene Siskel. Of the Chicago oh, Tribune. Geez. But like, I, what does he know? What and what? Like, yeah, how did we'll they get, get a TV that. show? That's, no, I don't understand. I don't think that could happen. He's, both of them, Siskel and Ebert, have had questionable um, reviews on some movies. Well, I don't like that movie really critics loved. anyway. 
Um, no, for the most part, I don't. So other actors considered for this role, Gene Hackman actually had bought the rights for the movie, had put in his own money down to direct it. It was going to be his first directing film and to star in it, not as Hannibal Lecter, but as Jack Crawford. Um, and okay, when he I got totally see that, yeah, when he got the script, he was like, "Oh, this is too violent for me." Sold his Why shares, did he got buy his money the, back. Like, had he out. not read the book? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Wouldn't I don't he know. have known? Oh, this is. You would think might be a little heavy. Yeah, you would think. So he he had you know he pieced out. Um, they were interested in Robert Duvall as the role of Doctor Lecter. Um, you can see that. You know, I guess. I mean, I can't see anybody else other than Anthony Hopkins no. in this role. So, like, I don't you know, see him being as good, but I could see him. <clears throat> right. And uh, doing Jonathan it. Demi wanted Michelle Pfeiffer to play Clarice Starling because uh, they had just worked on uh, Married to the Mob together. Which, you know, I love me some Michelle Pfeiffer. So, I do love her. I wouldn't be mad at that. She's a cool writer. I love her. Oh, my God. I mean, if he's, right? if he's cool enough, nominated? burn me through and through. <laughs> so it's nominated for seven Academy Awards. It won The Big Five, one of three movies, which we just went over in our special for um, Beauty and the Beast Thelma and, Louise, and right? Thelma and yeah. Louise. Yeah. So it won um, Best Picture against Beauty and the Beast, Bugsy, JFK, and Prince of Tides. So Anthony Hopkins won for Best Actor against Warren Beatty, Robert De Niro, Nick Nolte, Robin Williams for The Fisher King. Um, and fun fact that oh. Anthony Hopkins, it's the second shortest amount of screen time to win an Academy Award for lead actor. Um, the only one being David Niven in a movie called Separate Tables, which I've never heard of. Do you know how long he was actually in the movie? 24 minutes and 52 seconds. That's just amazing. But in percentage of runtime, Hopkins is the shortest as he only appears in 21% of the film. Kind of crazy. Because I remember, you know, I mean, like, that's who I remember in the movie. Well, his presence is throughout the entire movie. We'll talk about that. Um, Best director, Jonathan Demi won against John Singleton for Boys in the Hood, Barry Levinson and Bugsy, Oliver Stone, JFK, and Ridley Scott for Thelma and Louise. Um... Oh, that's a tough category. Yeah. It also won Best Screenplay by Ted Talley. And then it was nominated for Best Sound, but lost for ter- to Terminator 2. And it was nominated for Editing, which lost to JFK, which I will say the editing in this movie is pretty spectacular. Uh, the way they can build up the scene. And oh, my God. Um, Absolutely. But I remember the editing in JFK. Like, it was something that I noticed not knowing anything about editing. Right. Right. Oh, okay. just wait. So that makes sense. Fair. But I've never yeah, saw it. This was really great. Uh, first impressions. I mean, come on. Yeah. I yeah. saw this when it came out. It wasn't. Um, I I remember I was at a uh, I was at SeaWorld, and we were doing a piano performance. We were staying in a hotel nearby, and my mother and my piano teacher um, saw that it was on in the hotel. And so they rented it, and they were like, girls, let's Was it edited? Was it an edited version? No, no, no. No, right? Okay. No, it was the whole version. Okay. And I remember when Migs, you know, like, I shot his wad at, oh my God, when he shot his wad at her, I was like, that's a lot of snot. That's like, <laughs> that's how young I was. I had no idea what had happened. Right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like, it wasn't until I was older until I realized, oh. 
Yeah. How dare you? Very dare you. It's really gross. So yeah, I watched it in a hotel room with my mom and my piano teacher and three other friends that they were chaperoning. (laughs) There was no checking with parents to see if they were okay with their kids. Yeah, that would not fly nowadays. But I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I don't know a person who has seen this movie that doesn't, to be honest. I know. Um, okay, well, let's take a break and we will come back and bring in our special guest. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I wanted to introduce my our special guest this uh, episode. She is a former roommate of mine when I lived in L.A., um, a friend I've known uh, since, I don't know, 2004? I don't know. That's the that's the, the year that s- sticks out. Anyway, it's Trisha Pierce. Welcome, Trisha. Hi, Trisha. Hello, Conrad. Hello, Aaron. Uh, Love it. When he's just like standing there, when she comes around the corner and he's just standing there. Not blinking is what freaks me out. Yeah. I mean, occasional nostril flares. Yeah. Like it looks like he's always smelling. You know, like intentionally smelling. He's so heightened in all of his senses. You know, he's like yes. a, a apex predator. He's right. An apex predator. Right. Right. Like um, always, like alerts. So, Trisha, you're a movie buff, right? I enjoy the movies. I, enjoy I do. The I think you know this of me. Yes. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy the media. I might be in the media industry. Right. You know, I, <laughs> right. I, 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 yeah. walk, I walk the talk. Yeah. Yeah. So, walk us through kind of like. Um, what you do, how that, how you are connected to kind of like media and all of that kind of stuff. Well, at present, I work in the digital media space, so like more of the new media, you know, the YouTubes and all, all the socials. Um, for 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 a little a little outfit <laughs> called a. I, I mean, they, so I don't tiny. know if I should drop their name. Just a tiny little outfit. Sure. They may have they might have brands like Vogue, right. GQ, <laughs> right. Vanity Fair. <laughs> I don't know. She a big this. wig, ladies Sounds and very gentlemen. Obscure. I mean, it's like they're really trying. They're really going to make it this year. She oh is a good luck. Big <laughs> good wig. luck, y'all. I'm basic. We're yeah. basically talking to Anna Wintour. Um, so, what type of movies do you normally like lean towards? Like, what's your favorite go tos? I mean, I'm talking today to you about <laughs> if pressed, probably my favorite movie of all time. It's very hard for me to rank. Yeah, I always sure. say they're like my they're like my children. I need to categorize yeah. them. Yeah. But thriller thrillers usually I, I tend to like in comedies. It's, okay. Um, yeah. And like a few I, a few that stick out to you. Uh, I mean, I've talked to you about this too. Yeah. Like um, another top favorite, probably like. Some Like It Hot is my favorite comedy of all time, probably. Yeah. Yes, um, but I, yes, I enjoy a lot right. of 80s comedies, I have to say. Coming to America is one of my favorite oh, comedies. Oh, I love Coming like, to America. You're I a love... big... Um, Trisha um, is also yeah. a big business fan. So what's wow. your what's your first um, interaction with this movie? Tell me how you've come to love it. Um, I think I always say that this is my favorite movie because it was the first my adult movie or mm-hmm. the first, like, I... like. It, I, I saw it in the theater. I didn't see it. In the, very similar to your, um, I hear how you saw it, Aaron, like probably on yes. in a hotel not too long after it was out of the theaters, but I no, saw it in the just, theater. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, wow. Also, and you were my totally, age. So you were yeah. like 11, like, 12 years six, old. Sixth grade. I'd read the book. I, I remember making a point of like, I got to read this book before I see the movie. Mm. Like this is the way. So very, so very oh, adult. I admire that. Um, so you have read the book. I have read the book. And okay, I have okay, read good. it we'll go into... since that initial time, have not right. revisited it. Uh, I had to okay. do a little like, oh, what was the just like kind of differences between? Right, I was kind of right. Curious, that's what I'm curious but, about. 
Um, but yeah, my first interaction was like book, as I say, it was like saw the movie in the theater because like, it's always my fun story of, uh, went to the theater with my mom. Uh-huh. Um, she went up to the ticket, ticket counter. She bought two tickets, like one for science of the land, one for home alone. She went to home alone. I went to science no! of the land. No! So, <laughs> shut up. I'm not even kidding. I mean, did they, you know, cause I'm trying to remember of like, they used to have people like outside of the monitoring the theater, right, like, monitoring oh, like, people coming no. in and out. You know, I think this was a second run theater, you know, the dollar theater, right. as we all knew it back in the <laughs> nice. day. Where, like, nice. you know, it, wasn't, it was so, um, yeah, I'm sure their employees there were just, <laughs> they go on care. kid, do, do, do what you, do what you like kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's worse things out there, right? Before we start diving into the movie, how many of the AFI 100s have you seen? I love this. Um, I've seen 41 of them. Okay. So okay. I think was I think that higher or lower? Yeah. Was it higher or lower yeah. than you expected? Honestly, uh, higher. Quite frankly, when okay. I was starting to go through them, I was like, because I haven't seen things like Citizen, Citizen Kane, some of these like, right. like seminal like things. That, right. Conrad. I haven't seen Gone with the Wind all the way through. I've only seen pieces and parts. I know. Yeah. These are like, again, like. Interesting. <laughs> I guess I another one saw, I used to watch over and over again yeah. for it's, our it's, movie. Yeah. And I watch over and over again Big Business and Coming to America. I mean, these ah, are just yes. things that we choose. <laughs> That's the difference between us, Trisha. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's like dive into this movie. Um, you know, obviously we have the setup that I kind of talked about of, you know, Clarice Starling interviewing Lecter but under kind of like a false pretense, right? Like, you know, they're going, he's like, oh, I just want to profile some serial killers and see what's going yeah. on there, which I kind of always thought, like, do you think he should have been out front with her? Or you think he was right by saying, like, if you had gone in with an agenda, he would have known? It's, I go back and forth with that, but yeah. I like, and we can talk about like the sum of the parts of like, the men who kind of do Clary yeah. sturdy in, yeah. in a way yeah. a will, or just like manipulate and do that. Thing mm-hmm. right. Like she perseveres regardless. Like, right. Or I think there's some truth. I think Crawford is like his approach there is, is understandable because Lecter, as we, as we know, Lecter right. is, is right. His, his, his senses, his sixth sense is probably super heightened. Right. So like, yeah. almost always I'm in sure. control of the room, yeah. even from behind bars. And that is like, yeah. what's so oh kind of God. chilling about him. Um, yeah. But it it just goes to show that like I think Copper didn't have like if he had brought her in to trust that like she I think she was she could be stoic enough to keep it yeah like to her like she she's, yeah she proves herself to be like a more than able not even agent yet so right. I just I think it's it's that was his just like not obviously he thought a lot of her to ask her to do this but like just bringing her in on that. It was a real miss, I think. Yeah, I thought there was a lot of underestimating of both Clarice and Hannibal. For sure. You know, and obviously part of part of the story of this movie is having a woman as the hero in this type of, of role that is usually reserved for men and doing it in a way that you know, she's not in like a low cut blouse and a skirt, like, you know, like Barbarella or yeah. something like that. You know, <laughs> she's like an actual FBI agent, like top of her class doing her thing and working on specific, like her, her skills and analytics to, to solve a case. Um, so I think that was like, you know, obviously a big draw. And, and to your point, Aaron, she, 
runs into all these um, men who objectify and um, were like, yeah. oh, you know. But I think, and and tell me your thoughts, but I think Crawford probably was the only one that was really uh, very supportive of her. I think once he realized... Uh, you know, oh, she's not just a pretty face or something like that, which I don't know if that was his motivation at the beginning. But throughout the movie, I realized that he's like, I don't know, pretty supportive of her. Did y'all get a different feeling of that? It's uh, it's so I need to take myself away from knowing the full canon of mm. Hannibal and Jack Crawford, because like, uh. if you've ever watched the show, the show Hannibal and like, right, how Craw- Crawford looking for I think he was looking for the next again, the hero of Red Dragon Will, um, that profiler, like, I right. think he was, he was trying to make her into him, or he saw some things that were similar to him. And so I, I, I want to say like, okay, divorce yourself from that. Mm-hmm. Um, then yes, I'd like, I think, that, but I, I think he has some like, he's ulterior motives or uh, of course, influenced by other, of other things. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Um, I felt like there was a weird, Mm, kind of sexual tension coming from him that bothered me. And mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if it was more like a sexual tension or if it was a father figure type thing. Um, it just seemed she has, like... Or she has daddy like, issues and yeah. you like, <laughs> like there's, you know... Yeah, it was just this weird kind of tension that honestly, like when we asked the question, what was your least favorite part about the movie? That was my least favorite. Interesting. Because um, I would rather... Um, think of Clarice getting to that position completely on her merit alone and not because someone wanted to shag her or take advantage of her in any way or that. I mean, it was just a weird feeling that I got while watching it. If, Mm. and again, you know, to Trisha's point, point, if you divorce divorce yourself from the entire entire animal canon, um, that's kind of just, you know, the feeling that I was left with. Okay. Fair. I, um, you might also be getting shades, this like piece of the novel, as I had to remind myself, I think there was a little underlying, like, not outright flirtation, but some kind of like connection. And okay. there is a backstory right. of Crawford's ha- was she, he was married, but she was dying. And so he was going through that, like, while this was okay. all happening. Oh, interesting. So I don't know okay. if there's some kind of like, she was she was getting that and wanting to like, well, a, a caring for him in some way because mm, of what he was going through. Right. And so that well, they did that, establish that, that kind of very brief moment when they first meet at the beginning of saying, "Oh, I remember you in class. You really drilled yeah. me on like you know knowing my mm-hmm. stuff and wanting to know your stuff." So I think there was also still some a little bit of admiration. I guess he could have picked any woman yeah. to do that if he was doing it in the way that it's portrayed in the fact that like, oh, a pretty woman to go see if she can get information from him to turn him on right <laughs> well you can also see that clarice does know how to play the game yes i mean she does use flirtation when she feels she needs to mm-hmm. and things like that she can manipulate them as well yeah. especially in that uh where she goes to the natural museum the, of science the museum, and yeah. the one guy's <laughs> looking uh flirting <laughs> with her and she is kind of flirting back Anyway, side eye yeah. flirting with her. Side eye, late lady eye flirting with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in the corner of his eye. I don't know if he was flirting with her or the other guy. <laughs> both. That's one of the benefits. Both of them. Um, so let's talk about the initial visit, which is so much sooner into the movie than I remember. 
Um, you know, of meeting Chilton and then him being a total skis and God, just him. like the sleaziest kind of character ever. Throughout the entire movie, he's like just terrible. <laughs> No, so no, no redeemable. Qualities. No, not no, one. Terrible. Not one. How, just... Where he ends up, you're like, speaking uh, of iconic lines, like, I would say that that last line. Yes. Like, Having like, an old the friend. Most perfect. Yes. Perfect last <laughs> it line. Really it's is. like, yeah. It is, and you know what? That should put it on the cheers list. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought it was a cheer. Ending. <laughs> Chilton dies, and so does Buffalo Bill. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> Listen, if you're if you haven't seen it by now, like I mean, what? honestly, everybody, right. you deserve you all of the spoilers. Sorry, all of them, guys. So she gets there. You know, we already talked about how him standing in the center of this cell um, is already so chilling, and they start having their conversation. What's like, you know, things that jumped out at you in that scene as far as like understanding kind of Lecter's character, understanding Clarice's character in that dialogue. Cause they're, you know, they're, I, I feel like those are the moments, those scenes, while they're only, I think in four scenes together in the whole movie, mm-hmm. <clears throat> those scenes to me are really the heart of the movie. They are the motivators. They, you know, you find really the motivation of the, each character. You find out, uh, you know, about them as people more in these interactions um, so what's kind of, what was kind of like your first, um, impression on like of that and any lines that stood out? There's quite a few lines in this movie that, I mean, that yeah, their out. first interaction is the best. I always, I always go back to when she passes him the questionnaire mm. and, yes. um, or the, or, or the segue when she's like, oh, maybe you could lend your view. And she, he's like, oh no, no. He's yeah. like, oh, we're having such a Come pleasant conversation. Right. This, this heavy handed segue like up what are you doing right. just having a knife let's just chat um and then as he's looking through it i always remember that he like he kind of fakes a southern accent to like mock, mock her. her like you think yes. you can dissect me with this <laughs> yeah blunt little tool it's <laughs> it's just like he uses these little things to like he can he reads her like right right off the you know right and and, and tries to match her and like is really trying to press her to 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 see how she'll react and yeah. to see it's if she is like a worthy he's trying adversary, honestly. To, exactly. He's trying to get her to play chess with him. Yeah. That's what yeah. it feels like. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and seeing it like, you know, a mocking, it's like, oh, are you going to, you know, is yeah. that going to anger you? Is that going right. to, how are you right. going to respond testing, to that? And, testing the limits yeah. there a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, Chilton is like, don't go near the glass. Don't do anything. Don't do this. Don't do that. You don't want him in your head. And it, the idea of that is like, how he can maybe do damage to you just by what he's telling you. Um, you know, we look at Miggs, who, you know, was um, an interesting character. Um, and interesting. That's a good you know, word. He, he, was a, he was a playful, a playful little I've thing. I've been told I? I say the word interesting too much, but... That's just a good word for me. All of this is. It's so interesting. It's just interesting. Um, yeah, because you know, because she what he was inappropriate with Miss Starling. You know, he had a very few rude, words. Very rude. Yeah, had a few words with him, and he swallowed his tongue. Like what? And she, of course, immediately does like what she's told not to do. She gets up to the glass. She's like, you know, doing her own thing and and ignoring. Um, ignoring Chilton's advice. Uh, and 
to think that like this was his last kind of like gasp at being a Hollywood star, like being recognized by Hollywood. Like right. he's been acting since For I don't know forever. if you know, like Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Yeah, he was in. I always remember he was in the Lion and. The Lion Winter with Catherine Hepburn, which I know mm. not your favorite, Aaron. I <laughs> no, except she older was, Catherine Hepburn, I she, do. And she was older in that. Well, then so, I would so, probably enjoy her. So he's been acting since like the sixties. He was in, you know, he was in the Elephant Man. That was a pretty big um, uh, David Lynch movie and eighty. Yes. But he, he hadn't really taken hold. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, the role and he said, and he was like, "Why?" Like he was such a good. He's such a nice person, like yeah. a good person. And yeah. Demi was yes. like, yes, you know, Lecter's a good person trapped in a psychotic mind. And so, like, I you get a lot of that, that kind of, like, he was like, for some reason, that just made sense to him. And that's what he based um, Hannibal on, how he played it. Um, and the- it really is, like, I mean, he's a villain. He's, he's the number one villain of all time. It, right. It's the most enigmatic, charismatic. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you know, you put him up there with, like, you a villain you love to love like not just hate, you don't hate like right. it's, it's very interesting no it's not like weird like a dark vader or something like that well, it's yeah, a, you, you, honestly it's true. i almost liken yeah. it to dexter you know like how dexter yes, you know and, and god i love that show so much one of the lines i love in that scene is when he's like asking her why she thinks buffalo bill you know, kills. Why does why does he do it? And she's like, it excites him. Most serial killers keep some sort of trophy for their victims. And Doctor Lecter's mm-hmm. like, I didn't. And, and Clarice goes, oh. No, no, you ate yours. You ate them. <laughs> she, oh, and she it. said it so matter of fact. I love how like matter of factly yes. she said it. She's just yeah. like, No, you ate. And I think he was like, Huh? You're yeah. not really troubled, but like she doesn't seem upset right. or troubled Faced or yeah. by yeah. it. Yeah, at, yeah. at all. Yeah. 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 Until, I guess, you know, when she ran out to her car afterwards. And I read that the the FBI agent that she was partnering with gave her that idea of, like, kind of crying by the car because, you know, you have to make sure to keep keep it together in those moments that count and then have your moment to kind of, like, oh, this is, like, some messed up shit I'm dealing with. <laughs> you know, some she heavy She also situation. just got a lot of cum on her, so that didn't help anything. <laughs> well, That's traumatizing sometimes. Just, you depends know. on Especially who it lands on. I'm, you just, listen, you've got to announce it, and it then you won't cry <laughs> It's just incoming. That's all. It's just, if you're not expecting it, then it's like, you know what? You need to get out. <laughs> that was just rude. That I'd be like Hannibal Lecter. Rude. Don't I be just rude. did just my rude. hair. Don't be, rude. Don't be rude. You'll swallow your tongue. Get out of my house. <laughs> Done. So he gives her the last clue to like, you know, this clue to, to get to the, to solve the case. And it brings her to that storage unit. Um, to me, that's one of the, I don't like the idea of her crawling under this gate that doesn't open all the way is horrifying in and of itself and and just rusty as all get out where you're like uh like let's start with yes what is behind this like tetanus and just all sorts of hepatitis uh, and wasn't it raining yeah it was yeah it was dark raining can you not wait this is next morning this is the scene that um okay i see where seven got their aesthetics from you know what I mean? Like I was just about to say, that's, uh, it is very seven. Like, that specific, of that yeah, is, God, yeah. but it is so creepy. And finds that head, you know, has to kind of double back with him after that. So, 
In the meantime, we see Catherine Martin, who is the senator's daughter. Um, Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Can we go back one oh, second? Oh, yeah, of course. He doesn't, I mean, like, he eats his victims, but he did save that trophy. Right. Right? We, because, yeah, because Buffalo Bill. Like, do we Bill, know why he saved that? Why he didn't? I can't remember if we ever found out, I like, think they why alluded it was to just him being a, a lover. Or in a jar. At some I mean, point. I mean, Really? And and again, it's like when you look at the canon of it, like when you uh, the Gary Oldman played him in Hannibal. I can't remember mm. the character's name, but like he keeps some victims. He has kept some victims alive. Like, okay. he, like it was, you know, he horribly disfigured, you know, took off his face. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert for Hannibal now. If you, again, <laughs> if you haven't read it or seen it. Well, then so, you deserve but it. But it's an it's an excellent like, why do you kill? Why do you completely like? Yeah. Why it, do you devour in some total and then one and others? then. The emotional connection, yeah, maybe he, maybe that patient of his, um, which was did, Benjamin was special, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and also okay. maybe because it was a guy, like he was harvesting specifically women's skin, and so maybe, you know, with a guy. Oh wait, no, it was Hannibal's. You're, that was Hannibal's. That Hannibal killed, not oh not Hannibal. Bill. I'm sorry, Hannibal. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the storage yeah, unit yeah. with the head. In the storage that's unit. Right, that's, that's right. That's yeah, right. That I'm was, sorry. I'm confusing yeah. them. Um. Yeah, isn't that the one he was like, um, oh, don't worry, his sessions weren't going anywhere anyway? Yeah. <laughs> the one he referred to. No. Yes. Like, yes. Um, it, was, it was pointless. That's why you were saying lover, because you were thinking Buffalo. Yes, Bill. yes, 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 yeah. Okay, because yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> what did I miss? Yeah, what? Okay, okay. Um. <laughs> So after Catherine Martin's kidnapped, they find this other body, which leads us to the autopsy scene, which is to me like um, just a very recognizable, like it stands out for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know about y'all, how you feel about that whole scene. (laughs) I I always think of like, I, I noted like the lead up to it. There were just some shots that Jonathan Demme takes of like, is she surrounded by the cops before she like has her big right, speech right. of like, Hey, like, and he uses it in just such a way to make her feel so small. Yeah, It's like almost shot from like to, above yes, down. It's above, and her. it's just, it's it just to see like, we already know she's a woman amongst all these men, but just to like emphasize it like right. that. I just, uh, and always, the stairs, that, that like that pan of all the guys. And yeah. they're just kind of like, what mm-hmm. are you doing here? Like what's going on? Yeah. But um, then she takes control. After... And, yeah. Was it right after that that she had that talk with Crawford in the car about saying that yes. the cops mm-hmm. are going to follow by example and basically yeah. you need to lead with a little more respect? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, because he did do that just kind of like, oh, let's talk about the 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 gory details by ourselves away from her. Right. And she was kind of yeah. like, uh, I can handle this, you know. Yeah. Um, and she calls him out at it. And he he responds to it like, he- OK, fair. Like you're yeah, right. Yeah, I think he said like point like, taken. Right. Yeah. No. 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 Noted, and we'll make better choices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just remember like that body on the table and like the pulling out of the the moth. The sound. I mean, you want to talk about sound design too? Like, <laughs> you see, like it's so like. It's I, so I mean, juicy. You, you like, know exactly juicy. like, and the and the air that gets released. Right. They, like, that breath that you out. hear. Yeah, yeah. That like yeah. last oh my breath. God. So it's, yeah, it's 
so visceral. Like yeah. you get a reaction to well, it. Well, and yeah. because it was a real person that they were doing this on, I read that they made that little cocoon thing out of gummy bears and a Tootsie Roll. So that in case she swallowed it, <laughs> she could eat it. <laughs> Very thoughtful. No harm, no foul. Very yeah, thoughtful. You get a snack with this. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that was a real person on there. Yeah. I think I actually know. one of the goofs, um, you can see them blink or something like Something strange like Shut that. Like you up. can see them like That's... their eyes move or something. To I'm that sorry, effect. that would freak the shit out of me. Uh, I would yeah. immediately go to this is a straight up horror movie and she's about to bite him as he's pulling this out of her mouth. Yeah. She she presents the fake offer to him um while Chilton is listening, and so he's gonna be like the hero and I'm the one who cracked the case. Like what a douche. Um I hate him so just, much. But it every leads turn, us every to turn kind of the iconic mask, him in the dolly, and meeting the senator. Uh, what a, like, a, a tense moment. And he's like... Oh, love your suit. Oh, senator. Oh, love your suit. Um, also, I always quote... <laughs> Is it, I always are quote, you going to say his, like... Did it toughen your nipples? You? <laughs> yeah. She was like, he was like, did you breastfeed, Senator? Um, which, by the way, he said he he said he combined his voice, one of which being Catherine Hepburn. And that's where he got the idea of that voice. And and it was I forgot who the other one was. He based on Catherine Hepburn and another person. Anyway, um, yeah, so he gives them the name. Does that fool y'all or do you just assume he's lying? Oh, because like I straight I just up, it was like he was playing them. He was lying. playing them from the like from yeah. the jump. Right. Like, yeah, it was absolutely because yeah. it seems like it was just kind of out of the blue, and all of a sudden, all these different characters and different people are are pulling the strings, and he's like, I don't know what's going yeah. on, but this is not it. And then that mask, the mask is just like so iconic. I saw um, all these different iterations of different masks that they tried to do for that, and that's kind of what they they ended on. I forgot to mention how like eerie the glass is as opposed to the bars because you know a lot of those scenes are like up close to the camera you know mm-hmm. and I I read that you know Demi was not happy with shooting someone looking like they're behind bars and it was kind of like distracting and so they came up with this like glass enclosure as an alternative to one, mm. be able to shoot the full face. But um, do you remember that one scene where she's doing the fake offer and you it, the shot is from inside the cell going out? Yes. And then all of a sudden you see the reflection of him yes. appearing like next to her. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that part is just like... There were so I feel like that was like shots. In that was like movie. a trailer shot that they even used. Right. It was just so, it's like, just yeah. like such a good shot. I just uh, that one always kind of makes me do a little tiny well, gay guess. And I feel like it showed such an equal match between the two of them. You know, like putting right. them on that same level. Like so, when we get to Buffalo Bill, and we get to Miss Martin in the well. And we get to other scenes and other quotes that I think are, I'm kind of surprised none of that scene is on a top quotes list because I say it all the time. You mean it puts the lotion on Yeah, it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. 
That it is... puts the lotion in the basket. It does what yeah. it's told. The, the fact that he is calling her an it the whole time. Yeah. He's so removed. And they made a point in Senator Martin's video of, of how she kept trying to reiterate her name. And this is my daughter yeah. and personalize yeah. and all of that. Yeah. But yeah, that, that scene like, put the, put the fucking lotion in the basket. You know, like that. Put the lotion in the basket. Put the fucking lotion in the basket. so mad. Now it places the lotion in the basket. Oh, you're so good. Oh, precious. You're so good. She gets the whole again, precious. Oh, my God. And him with that fucking dog. Precious. Oh, my God. Oh, come here, precious. Come here, you dumbass dog. <laughs> God, I love that. Um, so then we get to kind of the, I don't know, for me, like, one of not the climax because the end truly is the climax but the scene of when he's in this cage in the middle of the room you know and he's like all in white this is the scene where we really kind of get into the heart of why the movie is called silence of the lambs and kind of goes into kind of her backstory because you know quid quid pro quo doctor um, you know, you give me some information and I give you some of mine and, you know, lived with her aunt and uncle, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and was woken up by these screaming lambs who were being led to slaughter, um, and, <clears throat> you know, made her, uh, want to run away. She grabbed one of the lambs and talks about how she just wanted to save one and it just when it's she when heavy. she says it's just so heavy it just got so heavy and i couldn't do it anymore um you really kind of see the the birth of her drive in life to save mm-hmm. humans and i think you know obviously mm-hmm. lecter kind of says it if you think if you save this woman you think you could hear the lamb stop screaming mm-hmm. um i mean yeah. have you know have there been times like that like to sound certain sounds haunt you in that kind of way that like kind of it, it just seems so extreme that of a situation that it altered almost kind of the the direction of her life in that she went through this traumatical traumatic experience and it's kind of ever like always haunted her ever since yeah, I, it's like honestly, like d- digging into me, it's like I wish I had some sort of like childhood trauma that I could say, <laughs> "Yep, right there, I get you, Clary." It's like right that that feels almost like that's intense. Um, that's a that feels almost a that's a fiction. <laughs> that right. is like a, a narrative that it's it's real deep. That's a specific right. I made up for I, it with plenty of trauma in my adulthood. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of like almost getting to the end. You know, the the escape of Lecter. Uh, after, you know, I want to know how to get the pen. All we know, Barney, Barney didn't give it to him because Barney is the one good guy, I think, right. the whole yes. thing. Like, 100 As much agree. as he was like a caring man, he would not have slipped that pen. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> so, you know, there's the whole eat the face, beat him with a club, skin his face, pretend you're this on an the- elevator. The moment you actually see, like, oh, oh, Lecter, oh, he Man. is a stone cold killer. Yeah, and yeah. This it was is crazy. Yeah, it's like really the the very first like extremely violent part of that movie. I mean, you see obviously Catherine getting kidnapped, but it's kind of like you know all you hear are, are you a size fourteen? 
you know, that's all you hear. And then, you know, all of a sudden she's in a well. And, um, yeah, but this, this was, was like, definitely the most violent oh my that it God. ever gets. In and that, that upshot of him with the club just hitting yeah. down with like that and like, kind of has oh like a smile God. on his face while he's doing and it. Is... In, in time, I think with that classical music, too. Right. Yes. Like, right. like, yes. Like, it, just, it was like, almost like, like he was exactly. It's yeah. almost yeah. like he was conducting. Yeah. That. God. Oh my God. Like really so chilling, good. really chilling. But yeah, that whole escape scene, what a twist, what a like, you know, the, I remember the first time seeing it thinking, oh my God, he's that in was the a ambulance huge reveal. with a yeah. fake face on. Also, <laughs> oh mean, my God, a little Chris Isaac cameo too. Right? right? Okay, that. I saw his name in the credit at the beginning of the movie and I was like, Chris Isaac? Like Chris Isaac's he not He got like a major, movie. like why did he get completely Here's a fun pulled fact. out? Like he's. He was in Married to the Mob too. He had a little like cameo yes. of that. So I think Jonathan Demi. Yes. So apparently, Jonathan mean, Demi yeah. loves to bring in like his crew and friends and family yeah. and like just real people, people he's run too, into and make them extras in his movies. Um, so yeah, a lot of the people that you see are like extras. I think Jonathan Demi is in it and is uh, coming out of the airplane at the end uh, in the Bahamas. I believe he's oh, one of the really? people coming yeah. out. Yeah, that if I'm not great. mistaken. Yeah. I, I think one of the producers of the movie, who's an Oscar winner now, obviously, <laughs> winning Best Picture, was in the autopsy scene, too. I think he was like, yes, part yes, of the... Yes, 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 yes. That's extra. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. And it leads to kind of the heightened scene, right? The The big climax of, you know, her stumbling across the house and this what I was talking about editing earlier was this kind of like back and forth if you think you see the bell ringing and you think it's the FBI and then it's like turns out to be her and they burst into an empty house um that's when my heart starts going like through the roof you know and it's very um what I was reading very kind of Hitchcock one of the the uh, premises of of good horror is letting you know, you know where the killer is, or you know who the killer is, but the character but the, doesn't yes. know, <clears throat> and that kind of mm-hmm. creates that heightened sense of of oh my gosh, girl, like get out of there, get out, you know. Yeah. Talk to me about that scene because there's so many things <laughs> for me that like are just like an an absolute nightmare. Obviously, the the lights shun- shutting out is um, one of or just the, the, most... the maze of like his like house yes. of horrors too. Like just how many turns there are. That it just, was, like, yeah, it's, it like you don't know what's around here, and then it's already yes before the lights even go out. It's completely, but it's like a whole house. As I was rewatching it with friends, they're like, it's like a whole house built on top of another. Well, yeah, like yeah, it's very, like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's almost like they built a house on top of that well and yeah. built some kind of because th- it seems like the labyrinth below goes out farther than what the house is, but it the yeah. house is on a pretty big plot of land. But one of the I think parts that is actually funny in that scene is when Clarice comes across Catherine Martin. And she's Catherine's like, don't you leave oh me here, God. you dumb bitch! I God damn you! You better get me out of here. <laughs> like, I mean, oh, put honey. yourself like, let's put yourself in the mindset of someone who's been kidnapped and thrown down a well, and your salvation is there, and you're like, 
I mean, See you I later. I know you have to go catch him, but like, can you get me out first? Just like, help, help me you. out. Just throw me a rope, woman. Yeah. Throw me a rope. Um, yeah, I always ladies that need to help funny. ladies. Right. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, would y'all have got like would y'all have gone down or would y'all have just called for backup? I would have been so chicken shit. I would have yeah, been that terrified. life is not that life is not made for me. No, no. I want to be the person behind the desk that's yes. like yeah. go, go, go. Right. Like, <laughs> Like I'll analyzing, be your analyst. Like, I can like I, eyes in the sky. I'm not absolutely. Right. No. Yeah, I will yeah, not. Sure. And the fact right. that she does that alone, and the fact that we see her like shaking so violently the whole oh time, and fucking terrified, but she did it anyway. Yeah. Who would, who do you relate to the most, Trisha, in this movie? I think I, did I did I write this down? I relate to Lecter. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he is my. Now. I would say it was like he's my favorite character. My like, spirit this is animal. Thing where it's like. He is my favorite parts of all of the yeah, movie agreed. involve him. Uh, he's my favorite character. It's like just fascinating. I mean, obviously, I'm in a murder club now. So obviously, I love um, <laughs> all things serial killers. All things death. Salacious crime. Um, right. This is the perhaps burgeoning um, seed of right. that. Um, right. But I mean, as far as like character, like, yeah, like Barney, maybe. I really, I go back to that. I was like, I'm just. <laughs> a nice guy just trying to do my job just very empathetic and i work with a lot of psychos I right. Don't know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah i was looking at it i was like i'm not an asshole like chilton i don't think i could be jack crawford although he is more of the behind the desk guy i don't have the balls of clarice i'm not a total psycho like buffalo bill um I don't, I don't think, think I'd be stupid, stupid enough to get, get in the van first. Like, like I mean, you're, you're hell no. Your, your I mean, hello. Like, I would have like, been like, you know how to hello, sir. My name is Aaron. <laughs> you will <laughs> what not can murder I me do tonight. For you, <laughs> yeah. Hello, you um, will not be murdering me. Today. <laughs> I'm setting but some boundaries. I'm left with like Hannibal and the fact that. Like, like, I do, I do think, think that I have a very analytical, analytical mind and that I'm always, like, psycho. thinking of kind of every <laughs> scenario that could come out of something. But then I don't want to say that I relate to Hannibal Lecter. Go ahead. Most. Go ahead. That's psycho. psychotic. But out of these people, I think it might be Hannibal. Yeah. Note to self, don't piss Aaron off. She'll make don't me swallow my tongue. Don't. Mine is probably Migs. <laughs> just just on random people walking by. But, you know, I mean, I, it is hard to say, like, is, you know, Trisha, I know your, your favorite character is Lecter. Aaron, are you in the same oh, yeah. boat of that? It's hard, it's hard not to, yeah. you know, just be so fascinated by this villain. You know, you, you don't yeah. see villains as complex. You don't as complex as this or um, psychological as this. I don't know. It's just like, well, a like different and as level. Trisha was saying, the, the whole, the charisma behind him, like Quiet. just, I mean, you can't help but talk to him. And even though they're saying, don't get close to him, don't let him get inside your head. I don't think anyone would be able to resist him getting inside your head. Like, I feel like I would just want the conversation to continue. Cause I'm just, just out of sheer curiosity, you know, he would, he'd, he would probably convince me that I was like a murderer. Absolutely. I would you know what I mean? Like, by the no, end of it's the justified. Absolutely. It's justified. You know, your co-host <laughs> is really difficult, so it's okay. Do it, Conrad. 
Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, very interesting, all of this is. Yeah. So, the, you know, obviously the climax, very famous scene of the lights going out, the the hand coming out, you know, of her shoulder, like over her shoulder, just like terrifying. Br- almost brushing her hair back. Yes. Like, oh, just- my. And she hears the little click of the gun and bang, bang, she shot him down. Now, you had mentioned that you had read the book as well. Um, are there like main like plot differences that you remember? I know you hadn't read it in a while, but is there anything that really jumped out at you when remember, you know, when you watched it that you're like, oh, this is different? Um, not plot so much. I had to have little memory jogs, so did yeah. some research. Um, the char- actually the characterization of Clarice in the book, and I don't know if they chose this for like to make her more likable. Uh, she cursed a lot. She had like she was uh, more impetu- like I- impulsive. Right. Um, oh, just like had more of an had more of an edge because if you watch in the movie, like Jodie Foster plays are very just like very straight, calm, yeah. and just like yeah. Um, but yeah, in the book, like I had to be reminded, like oh yeah, she was like it. It it, it it's just interesting that. Yeah, or, I, I don't know what that that writer's cho- writer's choice or actor's choice right. both in changing that. Because I read somewhere that they gave like a, a much bigger backstory to Buffalo Bill in the book than they kind of did. Mm-hmm. They kind of glossed over his upbringing in the movie and didn't really like mm-hmm. um, touch on it much in that, the movie. There, there is that other thing, and this is a debate I think some bring up of the like representation of trans characters and being like that and they they don't they're a little not sympathetic but i mean sympathetic i guess they just in that backstory in the book you you understand a little bit more about it and not just like in the movie it feels like oh look at the serial killer oh he's trans too and there's not much more than that do you think that two-parter that it's relevant so relevant today this movie um and do you think it could be remade i don't think it should be remade yet i think it's still way too recent right and i think they just again like i'm I'm thinking back the most recent i didn't i didn't watch it but i knew they had a clarice show on i think cbs yeah that was it was like it almost it takes takes place like a year after silence Mm. of the lambs the the, uh, Mm. events of silence of the lambs um yeah, I don't think it should be remade itself because it just there's so much it's it's rich characters that you can again we've seen that we've seen Hannibal we've seen other um Red Dragon all like they, yeah. mm-hmm. don't don't remake Silence of the Lambs. Like, I, I, I think yeah. if we if you had to again we can go back to yeah, like and we'll get into real that. good people but yeah, it is. It's a little too. It's a recent classic, but it's yeah. not so classic that we need to talk about remake. But I yeah. think this is one that is just like I. I just don't see this one falling out of fashion. You know what I mean? I it's, agree with it's, you. I feel no, like this one agreed. definitely stands. Yeah. Like, just really, yeah. It just it's like just, um, it's just as tense watching it now. You know, so many years later. I well, keep thinking like it's the 20 years. Time, but... It's still yeah. tense every time I watch yeah. it. I'm still like, oh my God, this movie's so terrifying. Yeah, when you have a movie that is so critically acclaimed, you know, best actor, best actress, best movie, best director, best screenplay, like, yeah. what are you going like, to do different that's better? This? You know, like, mm, let's put, let's it's gonna pump the brakes. 
you, you, tick, you ticked off all of it. Like, what, what else are you trying to achieve? Yeah, right. <laughs> Watch now. It'll Nothing. get best sound and best editing. That's what it'll get. Yeah. I assume y'all wouldn't change the ending. God, no. You know, Buffalo God, Bills. No. Best, best Kidnaps ending Clarice of, as well. Um, possibly. Can, has AFI done a list of, like, best endings of all they time? They have not. I mean. I mean, only best quotes that's, right. and best songs and things like right. that. But no, never. Um, God, I would love to see a list like, like that. Like, right up with, like, you know, this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. It's a very nice, right. like, bookend right. of, like, just... I'm going to eat it. I'm going to have an old friend for dinner. Right, yeah. It's it really is a, a very which was the actual last day of the filming. First that comparison scene. I've ever heard between Casablanca <laughs> and <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. It's like a mirror of. But it works. It works. That's a good comparison. It really does. Weirdly works. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Well, let's take a break because I probably should have taken a break a long time ago. But let's take wow. a break and we'll come back with um, a little Mary Shag Kill and maybe some recasting options. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Um, did now I know we kind of said some of our favorite quotes along the way, but are there any that we didn't cover that kind of either you say a lot or um, well, that would you fuck me? Oh God, yes. <laughs> oh, we totally I'd fuck me hard. I'd fuck, I'd fuck so me hard. so hard. <laughs> I'd fuck me. Fun, fun fact: I, I have that song on a playlist, and yeah, yes, <laughs> it's like, um, it's great. Like it's, it's um, a great '80s song. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. What uh, What is the name of? The- oh, Goodbye Horses, right, right? So let's do a little Mary Shank Kill. Let's do um, a nice one first this. because yeah, the, I think both of them are pretty straightforward. But <laughs> one of them, I'm going to mm. do the the better of the two first. I'm going to say Mary Shackelt, Starling, Clarice Starling, Jack Crawford, mm. and Dr. Chilton. I think this might be oh. an easy one for you. I mean, this is a pretty obvious, like, Absolutely. pretty obvious. Like, this is, like, if this is the lineup. So y'all would like, marry I'll Chilton. Like, I-, <laughs> 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 I like a, a little abuse and misogyny. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Okay, so then who would you marry and who would you kill? I mean, who would you shag? Uh, I'd marry Clarice, obviously. Yeah, like you want you want to have a life with Clarice. Right. And then, like, you know, maybe Crawford is that, like, daddy okay. you have a little okay. I would totally little shag thing with. Yeah, yeah. Glenn. Sure. Glenn is hot. I mean, they're... Listen, he's 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 keeping it. He kept it tight there. Right. I'm thinking back to his urban cowboy days, even. Right? Like, sure, yeah, whatever. He's... Okay, so pretty, here's... pretty daddy. Daddy before da- <laughs> we knew what daddy was. <laughs> yes. Here's a different one. Lecter, Buffalo Bill, or Miggs. <laughs> Shit. All the killers. All right. All right. Oh god. It's hard. I don't even know. It's hard. It's tough. I'm I wait. Conrad, you like how about you? How about you start with this one? Okay, yeah. I, okay. You're posing this lineup. Yeah. Okay. Say? I'm pretty sure I'd shag Migs. <laughs> it just seems You know he's a freak. He's a, <laughs> he's a real good time. Freak. Yeah, he seems like do. he's a good time. I don't know. Um 
And the purpose honest, behind shag is like you get one shag, right? It's right, like just one. Like one and done. One and right, done. One and done. Right. Like, sure. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, I think I would marry uh, Lecter over Buffalo Bill. I, I would. Yes. I would kill Buffalo. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, see, then yes. it was more obvious than y'all were letting on. No, shagging Migs is not. Oh, you would shag <laughs> Buffalo Bill. I I don't I don't want to do anything. Well, you got to choose. That's the game. <laughs> okay, Trisha, you go. Would you do the same? You shagging Migs? Yeah, man. I think so. That freak a leak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm, it's rough it's rough but yeah i'm really like for some reason stressed i mean didn't clary basically shag him she like she kind of shagged him like non-consensual long distance yeah long distance like (laughs) put yourself like traumatized after i mean he's also like she wasn't there that long like he had to like gotten naked like started to do his business and finished when she left (laughs) You know, so it wouldn't have to last that long. I don't. I feel like I'd have to kill Migs. I just don't even want. I don't want him near me. I don't want anything. But I guess I would. You know what? Hold on. Maybe I would. I love Buffalo Bill's voice. Oh, okay. So maybe I would marry him and have him like read to me every night. No. Okay. And then shag Lecter. I would die if I shag. I don't. God. I feel I like really you like could gain well. Lecter's respect so that he weren't on his list. Kind of like Clarice. Like, that's very y- true. you know, he's okay. like, you know, hopefully I could be on his good I mean, side. That's really kind of sweet. Right? <laughs> he's the a sweet guy. Interesting with you in it. Yeah, that's Thank sweet. You. That's nice. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. That was unexpected. <laughs> I appreciate Thank that. Thank you, doctor. I hope you have a good lunch or a good dinner. I hope, I hope you have a lovely evening. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. I think that's an easy one, but. Whatever. That's not at all. <laughs> no. That is, that's a, a it takes off scenario. the clothes that's... so we can have sex. <laughs> <laughs> it gets on its well, knees does, and pleasures wait, does, me. Uh, I feel like you, you didn't qualify. Like, so you have to be an object? <laughs> like, he, he, was, he will call you it? Right. Right. Well, I would assume oh, that's see. what he would do. No, that's okay. very true. Okay, I am... Uh, God, this is a tough one. This is probably the toughest I one we've had I, I, since we started. This is by far the toughest one. Commit. I don't, I don't like Commit it. right now. Like Commit. You got it. Okay. Okay. I'm definitely marrying Hannibal Lecter. You for freak. Sure. Yeah. Um, isn't that what you said? Yes. That's what we all said. We yeah. all said. Okay. We're, Thank in, you. we're in a polyamorous we relationship with Hannibal. He and respects us all. We're not going to be. Hoes in different area no. codes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so that's easy. Um which is really fucked up in itself. That's the easy one. Um the other two, okay, I'm gonna go I'm gonna do Migs, but I'm gonna like keep my eyes really shut tight the whole time. Yeah for someone else. Yeah, Migs. And, yeah. and then I'll kill Buffalo. I can smell your cunt. Like, He'd I'm probably say that during drunk. sex. Drugs, all of that. Oh no, that could kind of be hot, right? I don't know. He's got dirty talk down. Talk a little dirty, Migs. That's true. He's getting it down and dirty in the dungeon, Migs. Like a one night thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm shagging Migs. It just got easier. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you, Trisha. Are you the Are you the same? 
Okay. Same. Oh yeah. Same. Yeah, they're right? all the same. Already committed. Maybe yeah, this yeah, was yeah. the <laughs> easiest. You can tell one. by my face, like I'm gonna be thinking about this all night. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna oh, you're going to be dreaming question. about shagging Megs? No, fuck no. <laughs> I'm going to take an Ambien and I'm going to knock myself out after this. Um, With my nice glass of Chianti. Chianti. <laughs> Let's talk really quick because I forgot to bring up um, like a, the symbolism of like the moths and why he... Fi- you know, with such a psychotic person, like he takes such good care of these moths, and you can tell, yeah. like, they're his babies, well, and, and he, like, you, you know, that, like, and mm-hmm. precious. Yeah. Which, like, you know, serial killers, mm-hmm. don't they, like, practice on animals first, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, that's it's one an of interesting traits. Like, uh, or the triggers that you should see. Oh, uh, right, right, right. It's right. the, lack, okay. of, the okay. lack of empathy. Empathy. The lack right. of empathy for right. helpless, essentially helpless animals or things that are more vulnerable than you. And, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, yes, he had he had that dog and the moss. that had like did you like didn't you think the dog's hair was starting to look like his like they were <laughs> you know yeah, dogs look were, like their owner their owner like yes that, maybe yeah, he was making was, a little skin suit for her precious <laughs> well, skin vest that's very sweet considerate of him that's nice. And I feel like precious a nice like crocheted vest would just now you feel now you feel guilty killing him. We feel guilty <laughs> killing him. <laughs> he had all those animals that he was taking he care just of. Wanted to love on his little animals. Precious. Sweet Come here, you animal. stupid dog. <laughs> I loved her. Don't you make me hurt your dog? The whole time she's just like, "Fuck you! I hate that shit." <laughs> she was get me not out of here. Like I feel like even if Clarice wasn't there to save her, she was not going down. No, God, no. She's gonna like no, no, taking yeah. everybody with her. So like. Obviously, you know, there was a sense of, like, transformation between moths and, you know, the cocoon. And and I'm assuming, you know, do you all feel that that's kind of what that is for him in his life? I think that's a good, yes, assembly. Because I think identity is a a big theme for the Mm -hmm. whole movie. Identity, like, I mean, again, Clary's trying to, like, establish herself and like that, but... But yes, like I think the moth. I mean, they they so much as say it. Right, it's a symbolism and for our transformation. What do you think made? What do you think it was about Clarice that made him want to help her specifically? Because he even says, him "I'm going to give you Hannibal. him being Hannibal." Because he says to her, yeah. "Like I'm going to give you what you want the most," and she said, "What is that?" And he said. Um, uh, not a recognition, but accomplishment or, um, God, what is mm-hmm. it? Advancement. Mm-hmm. Advancement, of course, he said. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, I mean, do you, why did he feel the need to help her advance in her career? I mean, I'm going to go back to the whole, again, if you know the canon of, mm. of Lecter, right. I think he had a relationship with Will mm-hmm. and he, Will was a student of Crawford. He identifies Clarice coming from Crawford. And I think he's kind of like the male version of Clarice. It's, yeah. And I, it's a, it's just, it's a full circle of like, oh, excellent. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I do, I do, I do want to. Do you like the movies Hannibal and Red Dragon? Because I've heard mixed, I've heard mixed feelings about both. 
Hannibal, I have mixed Yes, definitely mixed feelings about Hannibal of just like, I don't appreciate where they took the Hannibal Clarice relationship. Right. Um, they definitely changed it from the movie, from the book. If you read the book, it even mm. got like, it was worse. <laughs> right. Um, and but, Hannib- yeah, him- Hannibal is the one with Anthony Hopkins and Julianne Moore? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and then, then Red, Red Dragon, Dragon is Ray, Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. Well, Ray Fiennes is the serial killer, but right. but Anthony Hopkins is. He's Hannibal in all of them. Oh, he all. is? Well, well yeah. there's, a, oh. there's another one that came before Sons of Lens called Manhunter that was. That's right. Brian Cox played him. If you remember, if you watch oh. Succession, Brian Cox was. Love oh, wow. I know. That's a great, like, yeah. But, um, but no, in the Red Dragon, which was. They because Hannibal is so synonymous with Anthony Hopkins now. They did Red Dragon, and yes, so he. Oh, I did not know that he he was all doing of all of them. I think I have to watch those movies again because I really. It was kind of one of those like, do we really need another movie with characters in such a perfect movie? Kind of goes back to like, should it be remade or whatnot? Yeah, um, I think that's why I liked Red Dragon more is because yeah. The serial killer in it, I mean, being Ray Fiennes, first of right. all, I love him. And it was kind of separate. Um, yeah, like Hannibal was just kind of a continuation of Silence of the Lambs. Because Clarice it, Starling right? is not yeah. in Red Dragon. She's, she's not, not a, in she's not a character no, in Red Dragon. No, she's not in it at all. And it's no, no, Will, no. Yeah. who's in yeah. Red Dragon, right. right? Isn't it Edward Norton? Yeah. Edward Norton uh, in okay. Red Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'll have to watch it again. It, I liked that a lot more. So I know we don't think it should be remade or recast, um, but if it were, <laughs> um, who would y'all cast? Y'all are both very excited about this, and I'm, I'm very so intrigued excited. to know what y'all want to share. Which, which character do we start with? I'm um, so excited. I had some real just like, okay. I, I think you guys are going to love it. Let's I'm start so with maybe not the main, main ones. Like, do you okay. have a new person oh. for Catherine Martin? Or no? Oh, yes. I didn't. Oh, I did not put her to go okay. for it, Aaron. Who's your Catherine Martin? I thought of either. There's two. There is either Barbie Ferreira from uh, from know, uh, Euphoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Euphoria. Love or it. There oh. is. Um, That's a what good is her one. Name? Nicola um, from Bridgerton. And oh, oh Dairy Girl. I love yeah. Nicola. Oh, yeah. those are my two that I thought oh, would be fabulous. interesting, Erin. Okay. Amazing. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> Penelope, love it. Did y'all do? Yes. Did y'all or do? Or from Dairy Girls, if you watch. Doctor Frederick so Chilton. Oh yeah, I didn't do him. Oh, oh my God. You really her. did like a full okay. breakdown. Um, we did a full you did the full cast. I love it. <laughs> I just, I didn't do Migs. He's the only one I didn't do. But, Conrad um, Monas. That's going to be Con- Conrad. <laughs> yes. My, Conrad my movie debut. For sure, <laughs> It's going to be the one and done movie. I've been practicing it my whole life. <laughs> it's his only one. That's what he's known for. He goes you, got one, the, you got one scene. He's going to do it. And I must steal that scene. <laughs> um, yes, I put down Gary Cole from he was oh. in Office Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he played uh, Michael Brady in the Brady Bunch movie. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I think yep. he is just yep. skeezy enough to where you. Interesting. I don't see him as skeezy. Him. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, totally, Sam. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's not my favorite. I mean, I'm going to look. Oh. <laughs> get, get them all, like, greasy. I really liked the and, other you ones. Know. And well, he just has that kind of, like, I feel like he could come across as very misogynistic and um, talking down. Like, I just. Right. He was oh in a God, looking at Veep a picture as well, of him right, right now, and he just looks like he knows everything. And what about Jack Crawford? Mm. Oh, she quite a up. really good and and very recent too. Okay. I don't know. I've had a little uh, schism in in a group recently of like camp of loving and camp of not thinking he's hot. Pedro Pascal. Oh, oh my God, he's so beautiful. That's a thank good you. One. I just like. It kind of goes back to the Narcos thing, too, of just, like, mm. I think, he, like, a very, like, yes. And I'm just more Pedro Pascal and everything. Like, he, and he's a daddy. He is a, he is right. a daddy. Like, right. He is. Who is your Jack Crawford, Erin? You know, someone like Gary Oldman. Okay. He might be a little too I love old Gary right Oldman. now. But I love Gary Oldman can do anything. I totally agree. I'm surprised you didn't see say Idris Elba. <laughs> oh shit no you're absolutely Everything. right Idris Elba 100% yeah, I feel I'm, much better I'm about that than Gary Oldman pretty you're right. surprised by that <laughs> Idris Elba and the sexual like you can't right, you know what true. that one I would totally <laughs> forgive I would totally forgive and be like yeah. y'all just do it already <laughs> just, <laughs> just I'm just fucking get to it Cut this sexual attention. Yes. Oh. oh my god. So gorgeous. <laughs> um, okay, so speaking of, what about Buffalo mm. Bill? I have a very interesting proposition. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier. Uh-huh. Maybe someone who was born that same year. Oh. Austin Bu- Austin Butler. Oh. Oh no, that because is interesting. I have Isn't beef with pretty? his whole no, no, no. I, 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 think I want him. Rough. I want to push him to like. Oh, I'm so meth. I have a, I have a lot to say about his whole. Oh, I'm just part of. Elvis is part of me now. I'm like, how you sir, accepted the I award in an Elvis accent. Ugh, I'm I like, <laughs> but I just say it was like, okay, you want to be method? Play a serial killer. Wow. Show, show it. All of a sudden, <laughs> see what happens. Austin Boston. Butler arrested for Austin murdering Boston people Butler. practicing for Former a role. Former Disney, Disney star now playing serial killer. Wow, that's a I put down Joaquin Phoenix. Ooh. Uh, I think he's yeah. so fucking. He can be. Yeah. Well, him so and um, in Gladiator yeah, sure. was like just oh, such a so evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then. Let's talk about the big two. Um, who would you cast as Clarice Starling? All I know is she has to be a brunette. That's it. Okay. And this is my beef with like, I know you both. But you can dye early. your hair. Oh, of course. But who can oh. like pull off a brunette in a good right. way? And this is where I'm like, I I do love a Michelle Pfeiffer. Again, back to the whole like, this was the original. Like they, right. she, she was brunette and married to the mob. I yep. get that and all that. It's like, mm-hmm. but there's still something about like, there's a certain type of actress that like if you're blonde naturally you go brunette you can still be seen as like you know listen we're natural brunettes let's let's talk about this where you're just seen as like you know i think jennifer lawrence could do a brunette and be that very and have that kind of like like the gravitas of a brunette yeah but a new recent it girl i think flo pew could do it i Lawrence you so yeah. much. Yeah, she's... I think she is actually like that is it for me right there. I put down Dakota Fanning. 
I feel like she's young enough. How about Elle? Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning, I feel like she could, I feel like either Fanning's sister could do it. And they've got this like innocence about them, but they also have this stronger presence about them. Right. You know, where I feel like they could pull off a last year FBI. Okay, and and the incomparable you know, performance of Anthony Hopkins. Everyone's favorite. (laughs) Charismatic. I'm going to marry you. Yeah. Yeah. We've all decided we're marrying this guy. (laughs) So who did y'all pick in the, in the lecture spot? I got two. Okay. And I think they're both good. They're both different. Okay. One's a little bit older, a little bit older. I have. I'm in that same situation. Okay. My first one. And again, when you want to go back to like, he is a villain. Mm -hmm. He is a very like, iconic villain maybe wins awards for playing villains oh. but he also has like there's a weird cuddly side christoph waltz uh, oh i like that I love christoph waltz that's a really good one yeah. that is a good one i always like he's like Ooh, when he's yeah. like uniforming in glorious right. masters where he's yeah. like giggling as a nazi you're like yeah. Yeah. That's what I love. That's and another, he is very like, German. I never feel like Absolutely. he is extremely German. Could Hannibal be German? Would that ever work? Well, no. Hannibal is like I think he's like Czech. He's Eastern European. I think it's mm. okay. Like okay, Czech or you know the Balkan states or right. something. Mm-hmm. I liked really uh, my first. Uh, my first choice was Michael Sheen. Oh, Michael Sheen! I was like, oh, you. I thought you were gonna name my second one, but Michael Sheen, the British actor. He's oh, British actor. He was in yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Shape of Water, right? Yeah. No, that. Now no. that. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. That's a good one. Michael Shannon would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Shannon would be a really good one. Wait, because he is just like you're so creepy, but why am I drawn to you? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, No, Michael Sheen was in what what is something? Oh well, he was in Masters uh, of Sex. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I have not. He was in the. Uh, he was in the. God, he was um, in the Underworld movies, wasn't he? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The Underworld movies with uh, yeah. Kate. What's what's her, what's her face? Who is uh, he? Who's married? Married to her? Kate, um, uh, Kate Beckinsale. Kate oh. Beckinsale. Yeah, well, yeah, IMDb yeah, says was. that he's known for Masters of Sex, Frost Nixon, mm-hmm. The Queen, Frost, Ooh, that's and right. Midnight in Paris. Midnight okay. Paris. Yeah, that was that the Woody, um, Allen Woody Allen movie. Who's the other one? <laughs> That's what I said. Michael Shannon. Was oh, your, yours is, the other, other one was Michael that's, Shannon. That's my oh, other one. Oh, that yeah. is so, like, oh, yeah. such a good one. Nice. Yeah, I really nice. like Michael Shannon as an option. Who's your other yeah, one? Yeah, I like your options more. Well, now I don't even like it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and say it. Well, I went, like, if we're going older, then I Don't say like Anthony Hopkins. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Oh, Willem Dafoe's a creep. So, Trisha, I assume you would recommend this to a movie, this movie to to people. I mean, I feel like I walk down the street and right. I tell people, <laughs> like, you see him, you see Sansolos, you see Sansolos. Do you think you have to give anybody a heads up before they watch this? No, no, it's, right? I, I, it's such a. I mean, as as much as, and this is the thing I I always like, kind of not an argument to make, but a lot of people it's categorized as horror in a lot of ways, but I just think of it as like a psychological thriller up until yeah. yes. maybe near the end. As well. It's yeah. It's really more of like, it's, it's, like it's, it's, scares, it's, but yeah, but it's not a, you know, I, I never like, no, just, just watch it. It's a great, like there's like cat and mouse psychological yeah. between like 
Yeah, for sure. And then Lecter and know. Clarice, and then it's that you're chasing a serial killer, so it's a, like, hey, we got to solve this crime, and it's yeah, it's, yeah. No. It's definitely. I never like feel like I need to qualify it or warn people. No, yeah. and like Conrad, you hate horror movies, but this is one correct. I do not like horror. I do not like scary serious. movies. I do not like horror movies, yeah. but this one is uh, very different. Any last thoughts or? Um, feedback i don't know feedback i don't know why you want to no 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 like i mean listen we call back to like it is one of only three movies who have won the right. top five oscar categories okay well trisha thank you so much for spending time with us um well, thanks for was, having me um, again long time listener <laughs> i'm a, i love being a guest yes Okay, everyone, we'll tune in next week when we review the World War II epic Saving Private Ryan. Until then, here's drinking with you, kids.